Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, baby. Hello, nasty. Hello, baby. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? Uh, welcome to episode 61 of the Brink of Sanity Show. I'm Jay, and who do we got here? This is a special guest, Arthur Kelly. Hello, Arthur Actually, Kelly. Hey, what's up, Jay? How you doing? I heard I'm you just had a big good, show. Man. Yeah, yes, it's a very big show, actually. It's uh, a lot of talk about, a lot has happened for me in the past, uh, I guess, 72 hours. 700 people, huh? 700 people, it seemed like, it looked like, like, 40 people, but, like, the whole place was filled out in chairs, and you can't see past the light. Right, right, until, you only see, until, like, the first three rows, right? Yeah, actually, with that light, I didn't see, I saw, like, one row. But the, uh, the the cool thing was, is, like, if you don't see those people, and you don't see the reactions, then you just do your set. Because I, like I like to stare at people, man, I like to, like, look, and if I see someone, like, not laughing, you know. Right, then you make thing. a spectacle of them, that's what, you know. Absolutely. You don't uh, you don't sit in the first three rows unless you either want to laugh at every joke or at least pretend to laugh at every joke. Exactly, and they got free shirts too, man. I threw out because they had like the uh, the kid who passed away. They actually had made shirts for him with his face on them, mm-hmm. and I gave two away, and they were signed by the ghost of the guy who died. The ghost. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, actually, it's funny you mention that because. They were signed by Kel Mitchell, and everybody I said, everybody I told that I was doing a show with Kel Mitchell, they're like, didn't he die? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, he's, he was there. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Kel Mitchell is, uh, maybe you've seen the classic film uh, Good Burger. Like Keenan and Kel from All That on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, he was the skinny one. He was the... Uh, Orange soda guy from Keenan and Kel. The the fat one is now the guy on Saturday Night Live, uh, the token token black guy on Saturday Night Live. The, yeah, <laughs> he does all the. Uh, the only thing I seen him in, the only thing I actually found funny with him, was the whole Jeopardy Cosby thing. Yeah, that's all he can do. Jeopardy. He can he can only do Cosby. Other than that, he's just a waste. Pretty much, he's the black Horatio Sands. He laughs at everything he does. <laughs> I think we've mentioned that. I don't. I don't even know. I don't watch this at all. I don't. I don't watch TV. That show's dead to me. Anyway, uh, so the show went <laughs> good. Uh yeah. You know what, man? It was. It was when I, I the whole day I was just like tweaking out. I was just actually the night before I was like shaking, and I get nervous when I do like big comedy shows. And this one was at my uh, my high school, and I knew I found out like a bunch of teachers were going to be there. I found out like bunch of alumni and friends and stuff were going and then there's other comics who like I graduated with who actually like doing big things in New York like they all work for MTV and it's like wow you know I have to make like a good impression or I don't want no one you know I don't want to go back and just have people say oh he's 
pretty bad at what he does, you know? And right, right. Overall, no, the show actually went, like, yeah, the show was fucking awesome. Cool. Um, I have the video up. You people can check it on the forums. Um, it's, it's not the best sound because as arrogant as it sounds, everyone was laughing. You couldn't really hear it, but uh, it's, it's, it's a good six minutes worth of video. I mean, if you can pick up stuff, the sound, you know, get a good laugh out of it. Um, the one thing about the show was you get to hang out backstage and I guess what was considered the green room, which was just a, a classroom with like a bunch of like food and stuff in there. And you're hanging out with Kel Mitchell and he's the weirdest motherfucker going. Kel Mitchell is the weirdest guy in the world. He will talk to you. He will, he'll tell you like, you know, what's up? How you doing? What not? And then out of nowhere, he just walks in one direction and starts dancing. Huh. Like moonwalking, like doing some like weird shit. So he's he, like, uh, is he just like always trying to be on? Like he has them, he feels like he has to make people laugh like constantly. Yeah, like just like someone's always have, someone always has a camera on him. Like even when he's in the bathroom, he's just sitting there talking to himself in the mirror. It's like, really? Get over yourself, Z Lister. You know, like, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, no, nah, he was cool. He was like, he was like really busy, like hosting the show. He didn't really do comedy. I didn't really want. It might be like an, an OCD thing because um, uh, the other guest host Joel did a did a film with Bob Saget, and he he said Bob Saget was like that, just constant. Even when the cameras weren't rolling, he was just making jokes. And I, I think it's kind of like an OCD thing where like you feel like you always have to be on, and like you know. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess that's. I guess people who are like do it for so long just get kind of stuck in that, you know, that thing. But I don't know. Like he he was a nice person, but you know. Oh, the funny thing is, after the after the show, he actually went to a party at Rutgers. Like everyone got invited to a party, and I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna. You know, no one gives a fuck. He smoked so much weed. <laughs> Dude smokes so much weed. That's not really, like, like a shock. No. <laughs> he was smoking weed on all that, probably, so it's not like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to do that show to be him, you got to smoke weed. Yeah, exactly. Just to, When you come to the realization that that's your show and that's your life and you're never going to get farther than that in life and you're only, like, 12, uh, yeah. you'd probably start smoking at an early age. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, pretty much. No, he's like... I just I thought he was honestly like my age, but he's actually in his thirties. Oh yeah, all those people in those shows are five to seven years older than the characters well, they play. Yeah, like if they're like acting like fourteen year olds or like twenty three. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Wow, holy shit! I think Dawson um, was like thirty seven when he was supposed to be a freshman in high school. <laughs> there was um, the, like everybody was having him sign on soda. Which is kind of racist, but it wasn't, you know. Like, well, he had it on his show, you know. Yo, but the craziest thing about that the was whole a thing show, from his show. Kennedy Kell, Kennedy Kell, he like his whole thing in the show is like he loved orange soda. Really? Like, yeah, like he loved orange soda. Like, I never watched the show. I, I didn't know that the, they were so like uh, blatantly racist on that show. You, <laughs> you, you. He had like a line like after the show, like he was on stage. And he was having, like, he was signing autographs, taking pictures. He, everybody had, like, a, a bottle of Fanta or sun-kissed orange juice, like, soda in their hands. 
Like I've never seen so much orange soda in my life. Except everyone just had like a like a can, a bottle, like like a, a case, like a cardboard case of soda. Just getting signed by Kel Mitchell. Like this guy is making money for all the orange soda companies out there. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, use Kel. They won't hire him for a commercial at all. Which is funny. That's funny. And the, which the cool thing though, like I've never had this happen to me, and I have to talk about it. Sure. Um, I would when. Because at the end of the show, you know, they did like a moment of silence with all the comments on stage. And when they brought the table to him, and I was waiting for my friends to come from the crowd, and I just went on the other side. I went on the other side of the room where he was, and the motherfucker actually stole my black marker. I was like, here, because they wanted autographs, so like, just use this one. <laughs> and I'm on the other side, and he walks over, he shakes my hand, he goes back to his table. All of a sudden, when people were done taking autographs and pictures, whatever, with him, they were coming to me for autographs and pictures. And I was like, are you serious? And, it, and like, everybody in the line, like, I've never had, like, I never thought I was going to have that much of, like, guess, of an African-American following, Jay. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like a, I felt like Barack Obama. I swear to God. That was like, like, they're all coming, like, taking pictures of me. And shit. I was like, holy crap. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I watched it. Um, you posted the link on the forums. Frankasanityshow.com slash forum, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good set. Um <clears throat> I, I wish you had a little bit better um audio Sound. on the clip, yeah. I was uh, man, I knew I I had the recorder with me and I left it in my box. And I just because I couldn't find a good place to put it. Like if I was to keep it in my pocket, it'd be too loud. And then if you put it in the audience, you hear it just laughing. You couldn't just like put it at like the base of the mic stand or whatever? Um, we thought about that, and we didn't have a string, because we were like, that was like one of the last minute things, but there'll be plenty of other shows, we'll do it next year, right, since it was like the third year, but no, overall, overall, it was like a fucking awesome show. That's good. So, do you do the same set on each one, or do you, uh... Um, what I do for comedy, like, if I have a set, like, the set I did there, um, I'll never do the same set twice, I'll, I'll do the same jokes, but I'll throw different stuff in there so it's not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like if I was to make a reference towards some, say like if I do a joke about like uh, how like playing on the playground and you know playing tag, sometimes I'll like switch it up and just like cut, trick the people and saying I was playing tag, but I was really playing with the handicap kids. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain. Like I switch it up a lot. All right, well that's so good. When, yeah, nobody wants to hear the same shit over and over. Yeah, because you know that's what like a lot of the comments there. I've seen their stuff from videos from two years ago and it was just the same exact thing and yeah I don't, I don't like doing that I like to switch it up yeah yeah I go to the comedy cellar and there's one comedian that that's there like all the time and his set is hilarious but it's the same word for word every time I go there and you know it's it's funny you know to maybe a third time if you don't go often enough but right. after a while it's like dude it's been like years you gotta come up with a new joke or two you know it you know yeah some guys have a really good set but you got to change it up eventually sometimes sometimes people like when they write a set and they're like so happy about it they don't want to like write anything newer because they're so happy with what they have Mm -hmm. like that's like for me it's like complete opposite i was just like well i have this throw it in the notebook and then, like, if you, the more variety you have, the more you can work with different audiences, man. So Yeah, that's true. I, I think when you got a really solid set, you should record it all 
you know, and then if you get like a, a deal, record the album, but then then work on new shit because you know if your if your goal is to eventually become a famous comic, you're gonna come out with that album eventually, yeah. and you don't want to make it with just that album and then have shit for a follow up, you know. Like certain comics, we know, yeah. Yeah, ideally you want to have like you know a bunch of shit. So when they hear your first album, you can come out with a a follow up that's not you know complete shit. Right. No, that's the thing is if you have a if you come out with like really good stuff, you're just like setting your own bar pretty much. You have to like at least match it. If not, you know, I mean, not going a little bit under is not too bad. But if you could do better than like really good. And like your first stuff, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really hard to do. It's same thing with bands; they they work on that that initial set for years, and that's right. how they get famous. And then when they make it, they have to come up with that follow up like really quickly. They don't have like the ten years of practice to do it. Wait, there's there's certain bands, yeah. Actually, it's it's good that you mentioned that because you you hear like I, I mean I don't know any brands in particular, but there's always like that album that has that one song. Where it's like, wow, you should play this at the end of your set. And it's like, no, we do this song at the end of the set. And then you have no place to put that other, like, song. Mm-hmm. But then if you switch it up, that's why a lot of bands switch it up. Their sets, like, different different venues. Or now they have, you can pick band sets, right? Yeah. It's like pickartset.com or something. Or just even songs, and uh, albums in general. Some bands just never recreate that first album. And Oh, no, no, not at all. Like Boston. <laughs> I think I'm too I think I'm too young for Boston. Their first album's one. amazing, but um, not much after that. Some bands, it's like their first couple albums, and then it's Pearl Jam. Yeah, yeah. I think the last Pearl Jam album I liked was Vitology. That was it. Last one I liked was Ten, which is also their <laughs> first album. Ten's one of my favorite albums of all time. I just thought they never they never really reached that that height again. Really? You didn't, you didn't think Versus was... Uh... I was so disappointed with Versus. That was probably my most disappointed album uh, out of any anything. I was... See, like, when those albums came out, man, I listened to... My first Pearl Jam album when I was in second grade, my cousin Lauren was into it. She was, like, five years older than I was. And, I, of course, I did everything she liked. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that actually started off with... I'm afraid to admit this, but it started off with New Kids on the Block. But then I went to Pearl Jam. Wow. Like there was, I had a new kid on the block face, but we're not going to talk about that. Throw some Marky um, Mark in there. Huh? <laughs> it was uh, no, not Marky Mark. I liked um, can't touch this guy. The one who does the cash for gold commercials, MC Hammer. MC Hammer. I yeah, I I may have had an MC Hammer album when I was in like third grade. <laughs> but uh, not like the the Pearl Jam album. This verses came out, I think, like ninety three or ninety four. And I was just so young. Like, anything they did, I just bought. I loved it. How I mean, much older like, than you am I? Holy shit, man. What? Well, I, How old I, are you? I'm 30. You're not 30? Are you really? Yeah, I'm 30. It's... Yeah, <laughs> I... Six years older than me. All right, six years? Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. Oh. I, for some reason, I thought Pearl Jam came out, like, when 92. I... 92. About 91, 92. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, no, like I said, I started listening to that. Them and Nirvana, Hole, and Red Hot Chili Peppers at like a really, really young age. But no, like I thought, I thought. Well, three out of four ain't bad. No. I'm not giving you, uh, I don't know about Hole, man. 
You were young and impressionable, so okay. I like two. I like two whole songs. Only, only because she was married to Kurt Cobain. But as soon as like I found out he was dead, and someone told me, "Oh, Courtney killed him," I was like, "Wow, what a cunt!" Well, well, like literally killed him, or just he sobered up one day and saw what he was married to and killed himself. Yeah, same. Yeah, either. Or. I would have shot myself in the fucking head too. Yeah, that's a lot of drugs to get to that point, man. She's pretty, pretty not good. I don't know. I'll tell you, man, I miss Nirvana. Mm. I do. I like them. I, like, I don't know. I like their music. I don't know how much farther they could have gone, actually. Yeah. No, because if you listen to, like, a lot of their older albums, it was like, this is crap. But then I just downloaded uh, the Unplugged MTV thing, and that was that was awesome. I thought that was really good, their Unplugged thing. I don't know. I thought I thought Nevermind was awesome, but Incesticide was obviously a step down. It, yeah. it had a few good songs, and you know, In Utero was a step down too. So I don't know how much farther they were going to go. In Utero was a big step down, man. I liked that, that was, album a lot, but it was yeah, it was definitely a, it was definitely a step down. I, I, but when I bought that tape, I was like, I couldn't get into it. it of course, Nevermind. Like everyone got into it. that was just their best thing, but. We, we got a we got a phone call. Um, let's see if I can add to. Hello, you are on the show. Hi, am I the right caller? I think you are the winning caller. Uh, I think Yay. I think we may have lost our other caller. Uh, I can't seem to conference call ever without hanging up on somebody. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's no good. Uh, let me. Oh, he's off. Uh, is he off totally? I think he is. We'll, we'll just call him right back. Get you guys both on at the same time. The person whom you're, what are you trying, trying to talking meet about tonight. Car- I just got home and I'm a little buzzed. Oh yeah, did you do scorpion balls tonight? Yeah, I had a little Chinese dinner and a scorpion ball, and now I'm home and bored. Sweet. Uh, this is Bry, uh, original co-host the of the show. person you're trying to... We don't know where Artie went, but, uh, we got Bry. Hello, everyone. Original team back again. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Two people with nothing to do on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> such fucking winners. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, what's going on, man? Eh, you know, on the verge of a mental breakdown, but other than that, I'm okay, I suppose. I wow. suppose. You too? Yeah, yeah. I cannot connect with Artie. Are you still there? Or am I just running a monologue now? This is what happens. I try and have a high-tech show. I get all these callers on. And then uh, just can't handle it. And then and the show goes to shit. And it's just me talking to myself. And that's no good. Because now Bry's gone. And, uh, and it's just me. All right, I think everyone's back now. We'll just call them all up. And uh, we'll, we'll get the show back on the air. In the meantime, I'm the going to... The person whom you're trying to reach right, is Artie's currently unavailable. dead or something. Please I don't leave- know what the fuck happened to Artie. So we'll just, uh, we'll just get Bri back here. Guaranteed he doesn't answer now, because that's just the way the show's going. Oh, no, he does oh. answer. All right, Artie apparently died. I don't know what happened to Artie. No, it's not my cell phone. I'll answer this one. Hmm. 
I don't know. Oh, wait, I got to mute Stick'em because I hear myself in my mic here. All right, Artie is uh, having technical difficulties, so we'll be back. So anyway, uh, well, thanks for calling into the show. Hey, you know, that beats talking to myself all night. Right, I hear you. Um, so were you joining in our conversation or were you starting an entirely new topic? I didn't hear what you were saying. I just uh, I, I logged on Facebook, saw you uh, you posted a, a live thing, clicked on it, hooked my mic up, and uh, turned Skype on. Gotcha. Uh, so I didn't hear anything you guys were talking about. Yeah, we were actually talking about bands who um, who spend like their um, their younger years making this like one penultimate album and just can't recreate it for their second album. And I was saying. Um, when you're uh, that, I, I would say that's probably uh, I would say that's probably like 85% of bands yeah well, well we were saying because you get like 10 years usually to to make that first album because you're playing in clubs exactly and, yeah you know and then you make it and the producers want you to come out with an album within a year or two at the max uh, but I was saying that you should stockpile shit so like when you're playing at the clubs you want to like if you have a good set, that's awesome, but then try and make additional songs. So you got that like half of the second album already done. Yeah, you want to have like 15 songs and put 12 on the first album and then you still have three for the next one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if it takes you longer to uh, to make it, you know, you got a couple albums worth of shit. So uh, we start off saying that about comedians because there's a lot of comedians that have that one set, but they have right. to do the same jokes forever. Because they just can't, uh, they can't come up with new jokes and be funny. You know, it's funny you're talking about comedians, and I, I wish I uh, got home ten minutes earlier to listen to it. I just watched this. Uh, I guess it's a movie. It was on the other day. I, I caught it like a half hour in, and I only saw about an hour of it. It's called Heckler. I don't know if you ever saw it or if you're familiar with it. Uh, no, no, never saw it. Or it's a it. it's a documentary. It's by Jamie Kennedy, which yeah, I know you kind of like well Jamie Kennedy, but the sort of it, it's sort of like a, uh, a documentary about like what entertainers have to go through in terms of dealing with hecklers, dealing with critics, mm-hmm. uh, dealing with bloggers, and the whole internet phase. Now it's it was kind of interesting actually. Um, Is it? Uh, can you get that on Netflix? You probably can. Because that sounds pretty interesting. Check it out. I, I missed the first, I would say, 20 minutes of it. I, I picked it up in the middle. But it was just sort of like a bunch of interviews with comedians and actors and musicians sort of talking about hecklers. And then it would show like live clips of people doing stuff and dealing with hecklers. And then it would talk about how they have to deal with critics and how a lot of critics take, you know, take real cheap shots at people. It was mostly about Jamie Kennedy and how, like, everybody hates him, which is kind of understandable. But, yeah, uh, that's that's kind of justified. <laughs> yeah, but, like, he he confronts a bunch of the heck, uh, like, the critics and stuff, and he's like, why couldn't you just say my movie sucked? Why did you have to say, like, I should die a miserable death? You know, that kind of thing? Right, right. But it was actually, yeah, it was kind of interesting. I was surprised. Hmm. Yeah, I did, it actually is on Netflix. I just added it. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I'll check that out. I don't think... Uh, I don't know what the fuck Artie... Artie is having technical difficulties. He's restarting his computer. <laughs> I, I would agree, though, that probably, like, 
Well, no, I wouldn't agree because I said it, but probably 85% of bands have to deal with that where like their first album is just not even a masterpiece, but it's just so good that they can never live up to that again. Yeah, I wrote a Boston. Um... <laughs> and part of the problem is that part of the problem is there's two problems to that to that situation is that the problem from the band's point of view is that they try to write songs that are just like the songs on the first CD. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. You know, they try to duplicate it instead of expanding and, and evolving. Agreed. And, another, yeah. and the other part is the record company is saying, well, dude, you guys sold 10 million albums with that, so you got to put out another album that's going to sell 10 million. You know, you got to put out a, a sellout, like Stained. Yeah. Stained is a perfect example. Like, their first album rocked. They put out their or their first big album rocked. Then they put out like the second album, and they had that shitty, uh, you know, a bunch of like whiny little like acoustic songs. And now that's all they do. Yeah, because it made them it made them a ton of money. It got them popular with you know high school girls, and that's all they do now. All their songs are like you know whiny little. Oh, my teenage years were so bad, and my parents didn't like me. There's, there's also their- the um, the third conundrum, which is trying to recreate your popular single or singles where that would be Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get that one song and you're like, well, every song has a sound like this. Instead of making music that you personally think is good, you right. try and make music that you think people will like. Right. Which if you're a good enough band, you just make music that you think is good and people will like it. There's enough music out there where you can, you you can just make your own, do your own thing, right? And and people will will listen to it, right? And yeah, there's the I wouldn't even say like yeah. Well, Nickelback's a perfect example. I was thinking of bands like Sugar Ray and um, and Smash Mouth where they make that um, that one radio song to sell albums. But, yeah, but, but they never really did anything after that. Uh, they like Smash Mouth has like one hit per album. But the rest of their album is what they want to do. So I can almost see doing that. You have like one sellout song and then, you know, the rest of the album is what you want to do. But when you're a band like Nickelback, like your entire album now is just power ballads. Like, yeah. And catchy lyrics. And uh, the the, the sad thing is it works for them. They are like, I I didn't realize how popular they were. Um, Mm -hmm. Last hockey game I went to, they had. like text for your the song you want to hear during the intermission, and it was like uh, it was a it was a pretty decent Buck Cherry song. It was um, another like kind of cheesy pop song, and then there was like a Nickelback song that I never heard before. And Nickelback like quintupled any other song. The worst part about Nickelback is like they ripped off Creed, who directly ripped off Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah. Who? Uh, hey, are you there already? Yeah. Okay, wait. Let me see. Uh, currently, uh, wait. Okay, we're all on. Sorry, Bri. You got you got cut off for a second. We're all on now. Every, everyone's on now. Sorry. Uh, I am so sorry about that. No, no, no. no that's pro- That's fine. Uh, Bri was in the middle of a... Uh, uh, last thing we heard was um, Creed who copied, um, who copied Pearl Jam. Yeah, I mean, I was just saying, like, when Creed was out, we were all like, oh, my God, that's such a bad version of Pearl Jam. And then, like, Nickelback came out, and I was like, oh, that's a bad version of Creed, which is a bad version of Nickelback. So, And now there's bands like 
Theory of a Dead Man, and um, there's another band it, that are just bad Nickelback ripoffs, and it's just this whole linear tree. And you could go to like any like there's like bands that have like Alice in Chains. You go down the line. It's Alice in Chains. Days of the New is a bad ripoff of them. Yeah, yeah sure are, sure are. Godsmack is a bad ripoff band of them. Even Stain is a bad sort of Pearl Jam slash Alice in Chains ripoff. And it just flows from there, and it's really sad what music has turned into, especially like rock these days. Yeah, rock is is literally dying a slow death, and and the sad thing is there is good bands out there. It's just people are not listening to them. Mm. Uh, there's you know, just off the top of my head, I, Brian's Jonestown Massacre, uh, Black Keys, Dandy Warhols. Um, uh, Eagles of Death Metal are like they're just like a fun band, but you know they they do have good songs. You know they know they're kind of cheesy. Um, Captain Dan, Captain Dan, and the Skirt. Not even gonna crew. lie, like, that's, if you're a rap or if you like rap, I mean, <laughs> they're pretty I mean, good. It's no. gotten to the point. It's gotten to the point for me personally where I've started. I, I don't listen to anything new anymore. I've started to try to get into more and. and Jay will laugh at this, but I, I'm starting to get into more like I'm trying to listen to Led Zeppelin now, listening to Pink Floyd now. Oh, everything like, I tried to get you to listen to for an entire <laughs> yeah, duration like of years college. ago, all that stuff, and people were jamming down my throat, and I was like, no, thank you. Now I'm just like, give me more of that. I've actually started listening to Fish a lot lately and kind of get into them a little bit. But I mean, all this new music is just making me like look backwards for better stuff. You see, I was already with that better stuff, so now I'm expanding and uh, <laughs> even better, better. Stuff. Uh, well, I'm scared to say I'm starting to get into Rush. I don't know. That scares me. I I was never. I was very against Rush, but they're starting to do it for me. That's funny because I always thought you were into Rush, and and people tried to get me into Rush. And when I asked you if you had any CDs, you were like, "Fuck you, I hate Rush." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I didn't know that. No, they have a they have um, a DVD R30. It's a 30th year anniversary DVD, and I got that on Netflix, and I was actually very impressed, and started getting their stuff, and you know, they they actually got some really good stuff. I mean, for a three piece, for what they do, I, I've you know, the limited stuff I've heard of them, they are pretty impressive. Yeah, and I and I know live that they're a lot better than they are in the CD. That kind of they're one of those, like, you know. You yeah, I, I recommend taking out that DVD. It's it's very good. And this, uh, this this one song I know by them, and I like it a lot. It's that YYZ song. And uh, yeah. the drum beat from that song is actually Morse code for Morse YYZ. Code, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's supposed to be one of like the best drummers on the planet. Neil yeah, Park. yeah, he's sick. If you take out that concert, he's got he's got drums. Like 360 degrees around him, and like halfway through the song, he'll like spin halfway around and start banging on a whole new set of drums, and it, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, there's, an, there's another band you guys forgot. I was we're talking about like the Pearl Jam phase. I think you guys said you said Creed Nickelback. Then there was another band that was like wasn't as popular, like uh, Days of the New. Like you said, Alice in Chains ripoff. What about yeah? Okay, what do you remember the band Seven Mary Three? Yeah. Oh, they had that one song that, that really sucked. Sister, yeah. Cumbersome or something. Oh, I hated that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were, they were. Then no, that just reminded me of that whole era thing. That was so, definitely a ripoff of all that. Yeah. 
They uh, they got that one singer with the deep stretched out notes. They was just going <laughs> for every song. No good, no good. Stop doing that. The only song I knew by them was the the radio one. So I yeah, cumbersome. Play. Yeah, cumbersome. Yeah, but that's you know I think everyone got their taste of them with that song, and nobody really wanted to know more. There's a reason they were probably a one hit wonder. So yeah. And then there's some groups that uh, have a like a, a good sophomore effort when the when their first album kind of sucked, but then after the second album they were they were bad, which is um, Nirvana. Uh, yeah. their, their first album stunk. Second album they never tied. I have this theory about Nirvana that right now, at any point in the country, they're playing on some local rock radio station. They're just always on. Yeah, they they are. I, I drive twelve minutes to work. Okay, I go twelve minutes to work. I go twelve minutes to from work to my parents' house for lunch. Twelve minute, probably fifteen minutes from my parents' house to work and back, and twelve minutes uh, from work to home. And in in the morning, only one of the two rock stations in Connecticut plays music. And every time on those four trips, I hear a Nirvana song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're always on, it's but it's it's always like the same three songs too. Yeah, the group only had four albums. Like, you know, you don't need to play three songs. What does it come as you are? Uh, Smells like Teen Spirit and uh, in bloom. No, uh, I'm still here in bloom. That much, no, yeah. no, it's the um, the one that's unplugged. All, all apolog- in apologies. all is all yeah. we are. Yeah. All in all is all we are. That that song. And uh, every once in a while, they'll play um, The Man That Saved the World or whatever from their Unplugged album. Oh, yeah. And that's it. That's it. It's like that for every band, though. It really is. Another band with a sophomore album was Green Day, because they came out with Kaplunk, and no one really listened to it. And then Dookie came out, and everyone was like, oh, yeah. I've never been able to really get into them. Yeah, I can't get into them either. Uh, by the way, like Dookie was like their fourth album. Was it really? Yeah. Ooh. Learn was, more about was, bands that suck. Yeah. I, I only like one album. Sorry. Yeah. A couple, that, years ago, a couple of years ago, I was at a um a show at the Meadows up here, and it was like Stained and Three Doors Down, and in some opening band that I wanted to see. My friend won tickets to it. That's the only reason we went. A whole bunch of bands that I saw live and, like, left after they played their hit song. Yeah, like, we didn't even stay for the whole thing. Like, we went for the opening band. My friend won the tickets. We just got hammered, went in. And I remember we were waiting in line to get in, and this dude starts talking to me about Stain. He's like, dude, I can't believe Stain is playing. I was like, Stain fucking sucks. (laughs) He goes, what are you talking about? And I was like, "Uh, dude, anything ever since Dysfunction... They've been a bunch of sellout little wussies. And he goes, what's dysfunction? Oh, no. <laughs> and I said, I, I, what did you say? And he goes, what's dysfunction? <laughs> I go, Google it. <laughs> and I'll talk to you I'll talk to you later. And I turn around and I walked away. I was <laughs> like, I can't believe this fucking guy is telling me Stain's the greatest band in the world. And, and didn't know dysfunction. He doesn't even know like their best album. Their first, yeah, their breakthrough CD. And then I was at a Family Values. This was before this past concert. This was like five years ago. I said, Family Values and um, Stone Temple Pilots was headlining, and I was really excited to see them. And Stain was like the second to last band, 
And I'm sitting there. I went by myself, and I'm just drinking a beer in my seat, and these, like, little teeny boppers are next to me. They're all, like, getting in the Lincoln Park, and I was like, oh, fuck you. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and the girl next to me goes, excuse me, who's headlining this show? And I go, Stone Temple Pilots. And she goes, Stone Temple Pilots? They suck. Why isn't Stained headlining? Wow. And I just said, because you don't know anything about music. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and she looked at me like, how dare you say that to me? Ugh. You need to send me that album because I kept downloading Stain albums not knowing which one was that album. And, like, all the rest are really, really bad. And I kept just... They're just all, like, slow, like, power ballads. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, so I kept deleting them and I never knew yeah. which album was the, was the one that uh, we used to listen to in college. Yeah, Dysfunction's the one that actually has some heavy songs on it. I'll send it to you. Okay. Much Shovel. Yeah. I like that song. Much Shovel from Dysfunction. Yeah, oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, Bri is still one of the three people on Earth who has a uh, landline. Yeah. <laughs> which still amuses me every time you get a uh, phone call on that. I'm not moving. I can't reach the phone. I'm drunk. Yeah, it's, it's, probably, it's, it's probably a scumbum anyway. It's either my parents or a telemarketer. So. Yeah, both overrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I just looked it up. Uh Dookie was Green Day's third album. Oh, third album? Yeah, they had some weird-ass uh, 1039 Smooth Out Slappy Hours was their first album. Which I'm sure is just, just as great as all their other awesome, awesome albums. Usually most bands that break big, uh, the album or their you know hit song is usually their second album. Sophomore album? Uh, I gotta go with Soundgarden. Was not a fan of anything they came out with after their second album. I'm searching it now. What was the second album by them? Super. Uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, Bad Motor Finger. You know what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I just looked it up. Bad Motor Finger is their third album. I like Soundgarden. I only like Bad Motor Finger. I'm, I'm not. Uh, actually, I could deal with Ultra Mega okay. I, I really thought that Super Unknown was a very. Overrated album. It was a little too poppy. Yeah, like I really could give a shit about Black Hole Sun and Spoon Man. I really don't. Fell on Black Days, My Wave. Like I really, I don't know. Those songs just really don't do it for me. I hope whoever's listening to this likes music, or else they're yeah. really not <laughs> gonna like this episode. I don't know. I like. I thought Spoon Man was a cool song. Mm. I was never really into it, and now that it's in Rock Band and everyone who comes over wants to play it, I'm, like, really, really sick of it. I'm, like, I bought, like, 300 songs, and every time somebody comes over, if it's a guy, they want to play Spoon Man, and if it's a girl, they want to play uh, That's What You Get by Paramore. And uh, I guess I'd rather play Spoon Man, but <sighs> yeah, they're both really important. Power. That song is – that's the reason I why even, I stopped listening to that song. that is. It's it's so fucking bad, and every girl wants to play it. It's it's really, really, really bad. You're, you're, like the new Room Five? Is that Paramore? I never. That's heard. what you get when you break your leg or something. Right? Yeah. Is that the song? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what you get when you break something, and then she goes, oh, and repeat for like what seems like seventeen minutes. <laughs> There's that one song that's like really friggin' long. It's by um Oh god, it's like an indie band. And you think the song's over, but it just keeps going. 
It's a, it's a song called Lazy Eye, but I forgot who the band is. In Rock Band? But, yeah, Rock Band 2. I think yeah. I'm searching it now. But it just keeps going. It was so annoying. Yeah. And then you have to like sing that, and it's like Silver Song Pickups. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people like them, too. It's always just long. I don't know. Now that Rock Band is such a huge hit, and Guitar Hero and all that, how long do you think till they come out with like Rap Star? Like, they're coming out. They're coming out with DJ uh, DJ something already. It's not like it's, a rap. Yeah, it's gonna have like a. I think it's gonna have like a. I guess like a turntable kind of thing. It's it's, a, like, it's, it's just four microphones and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beatboxing band game. <laughs> They'll come out with country bands and it'll be like a banjo and a washboard and um, a hick and uh, I guess that's it, right? <laughs> no pop band and it'll just come with like a a producer and like you just do whatever you want and then he'll just make it into a good song Dr. Dre comes with everything what's that black guy's name the producer the other one the uh the dude who's doing the um Eminem not Eminem album I don't know I keep forgetting people's names I'm terrible with this Good. That was a good segue. Oh, uh, no. I'm sorry. Dr. Dre does all of uh, Eminem stuff. Right. But there's another guy who, like... We met uh, Eminem. Did you really? Yeah, me and Brian met Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. Not one of my prouder moments in life. What, he, was he, like, a dick? Did he sign autographs? Was it, like, that thing? <laughs> actually, we were the dicks. We kind, just, we kind of just looked at him and shook our heads disapprovingly and then walked on. Yeah. Didn't want an autograph, didn't want to talk to him. I didn't know who he was till like three weeks later. No, no, no. I knew that he had that uh, My Name Is song because the girl who had uh, our show before us said, like, listen to this. This is the funniest song ever. And me and Bri were just, like, so clearly upset. Because it's not a funny song. It's not good. I just don't understand it. And I don't know. You met him back in the day, like back when he first came out. That was his only song. That was it. Was his first album? It was before he was even on MTV. Yeah, it was his first album. It was played on college stations. It it fucking sucked, just like all his other songs ever. And um, I don't know. Making fun of Christina Aguilera. Every song is not funny. No, I just downloaded his new album too, and it's you're a dick. You're off the show. (laughs) <laughs> Sign off. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it, man. I was like, I was just, you have to. Like, if you if you listen to all his other albums, you don't have like, to. Actually, I listen to it too. God damn it! I'm on a different planet. <laughs> I really. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it good, but it's interesting. Interesting, Terrible. huh? I don't like it. He has a good. I mean, he has a definite. Uh, uh, he's a good writer, but I mean, in terms really. Of like, just in terms of like the the things that he comes up with are, are interesting. I think it's it's a it's a well written album. It's just he just really has nothing to talk about anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's the same old thing, but yeah, he, the there's a song called he, the, the song uh, with my mom or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's all saying about how life is tough when you have seven million dollars and yeah. I, I really feel for him on those songs. He is a little crazy, though. He uh, he's sort of a 
crazy and not like a crazy, like a, oh, I'm a crazy rapper. He's crazy and sort of like a. Like he's trying to be normal, but he's actually. Oh, no, crazy. he's crazy and like a paranoid sort of like he got, like he wanted to be famous and now he's famous and he's kind of like, I wish I wasn't famous sort of. Mm-hmm. Like what the, fuck, what the fuck did I start here kind of. Like he just wanted to be an underground rapper from Detroit all his life. But some of, I mean, if you just, if, if somebody printed out some of his songs and you just read them, you'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Especially the way he tries to rhyme certain words and stuff. It is kind of. Right. I'll give him credit for that. I mean, and some of his songs, I used to think he was like gimmicky rap, like, like, like my name is and all that shit. But if you listen to some of his like other songs, they're, you know, some of them were sort of interesting and sort of, some of them are kind of. Uh, the, the main reason I, I, I wanted to listen to his album because uh, I wanted to hear a song he was going to do about that proof guy that died, his like, best friend. There's some something with that. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. on the new album? Yeah, no, I thought he was going to do like a song about it. Well, oh, Jay, Jay yeah, we're Jago. Jay couldn't take the Eminem song. No, Eminem is act- I mean, I've I've downloaded his old CDs, listened to them, and deleted them, and they're sort of like because I wanted to hear what all the fuss is about because everybody's always you know you know raving on him and saying he's the worst thing in the world, and he's not <laughs> yeah. he's not really the worst thing in the world, but some of his rhymes are really interesting, and and you know he definitely goes over the edge for shock value and stuff, just oh, the same yeah. way that like oh, yeah. Manson used to. But if you if you really listen to, especially the new album, if you listen to it, he's really just sort of a crazy. Like like a lot of his new songs because I listened to it on Sirius because he they played every one of his songs and he talked about all of them and, and most of them were about how like when he went on I guess he was in rehab I didn't know he was in rehab oh yeah he was like a big drug addict but was, a lot of those songs are about like how he was dealing with everything and, and with that guy that used to they got killed where he was talking yeah. about like you know I started popping pills and doing all this shit and he's he's I, doing it you know he's yeah, excuse me. He's doing a second album to this album. It's going to be like a more heartfelt album. Jay's back. And yeah, Jay's back. Quick, change the subject. <laughs> if I could talk about comedians real quick. I know you guys were talking about that before I left. That's fine. I um, I know I'm probably like the only person in the world that thinks that, that <laughs> I really... <laughs> Only for Zach Galifianakis do I want to see that movie, The Hangover. I know it's going to be terrible. I, I but, know it's going to be awful too, but it. But I want to see it just because of him. Well, not only that, um, I also have a theory that every movie where they go to Vegas is funny. Yeah, well, that too. Which is also reinforced by Swingers and Go and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Very uh, bad things. Uh, very bad things. My favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I met Zach Galifianakis, and he's a funny fucker, and I really want... He's, he's awesome. He was even in... He was funny even in uh, What Happens in Vegas. I, I suffered through that. He was in, like, four scenes, and every scene he was awesome, because he's just so awkward. Oh, I, I blotted that one out of my mind. That he's just did. so awkward that he's funny. And, like, I keep seeing tr- previews for this movie, and it's like, oh, from the guy that made Old School, so you know everybody's going <laughs> to see it, because everybody loves Old School. But... Can I just say Old School, my number one most disappointing movie? It had potential, and it, and it sucked. Yeah. But um, but I, I keep seeing the trailer for this, and like it's that nerdy guy from The Office that I you know go back and... Andy Bernard. He, he's very <laughs> hit or miss. When he's funny, he's very funny, though. Yeah. 
and I and like all the scenes in the in the trailer look horrible. So I have to figure that like there's funny scenes in that movie, and it's got to be about Zach because Zach's just so fucking funny. Yeah, like he doesn't have to say anything; he just walks in. And he's funny. Did yeah. you ever see the comedians of comedy? Um, no. It was like no. Patton Oswalt and stuff. Yeah, Netflix. That it's a behind the scenes of the comedians of comedy tour. It's, it's Patton Oswalt, Zach, some chick, and Brian Posehn. I, I think Patton Oswalt's very overrated. No, I, I like Patton, but I, like I don't like him. I like uh, Brian Posehn a lot. Like Zach Galifianakis, like comes out as like a. Some guy from like the 1700s with like a, the white wig and like the, the nice. colonial outfit. He's, he's so out there, like that. He's <laughs> talking like that, and he's like, "Is this thing?" He's talking to the mic, and he's like, "Is this thing on?" Wait a minute, what the fuck is this thing? I don't know what this is yet. <laughs> like just stupid things, like and he's like, right, right. "How are thee tonight?" You know, and he's so funny. He's just so. He like, when I was at the show, I don't know if I said this before. He was. Um, some girl tried to heckle him, and he's like, come up on stage. She's like, no. He's like, come up here right now. She's like, no, 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 I'm not coming up there. He's like, I swear to God, if you don't come up on stage right now, I'm going to rape you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's really just funny. And, like, I used to, I love that show he was on that got terrible. Um, uh, what was it Dog Bites Man or whatever it was called? What? What are you? That doing? Comedy Central a couple of years ago. No, I don't know what you're talking. About. You never saw it. it. Was like Dog Bites Man or Man Bites Dog or something like that. It was like a mockumentary of these like people that were like a news team, and they went to all these like weird things. And he was like the cameraman, and he was just so awkward. Oh, I, I saw was, clips for that. I never actually saw that show. It, it was pretty stupid, but like every time he was in the scene, it was just really funny, just because mm-hmm. he's he's like that awkward guy, you know? Right, right, right. He, so I he's really, really that. underrated comics. I really, yeah, I really want to see that movie, even though I know it's going to be such such a piece of shit. But I figure Vegas and him. I'm I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. Is that the movie with the dude from uh, Wedding Crashers? Like, I, yeah, I don't, even know. I don't think like so. The long hair guy. Yeah. There was a long haired guy in Wedding Crashers. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, in this in this one is a uh, looks like he has like long hair or something. I thought I knew it had Andy Bernard in the commercial, but the only people I recognize were Zach and the guy from the office. So I mean, maybe it is that guy. I don't know. Mm, don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, did you guys hear about that guy in China who was uh, threatening to kill himself on a bridge? Any? <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Greatest story ever. Did, yeah, did he, like, get pushed or something? Yeah, he held up traffic <laughs> yeah. for five hours, <laughs> and a guy got fed up, and he got out of his car and <laughs> pushed, pushed him off the off. edge. <laughs> Why didn't he get a medal, really? That guy's a hero. If I was stuck in my car for five hours, hell fucking yeah, I'd push him over the edge. <laughs> this guy got away with it? No, he got arrested. They both got, they both got arrested. You're, you're not going to kill yourself if you're threatening to kill yourself for five hours. If you're going to kill yourself, you're going to go it. over to the bridge, not tell anybody, and jump over the bridge. Five hours later, you just want attention. You're not going to do shit. So I think the guy that pushed him over the edge was actually pretty awesome. That's fucking... Wow. Yeah, if you Google the story, they actually have the video of the guy pushing him over, and it's so fucking funny. He yeah, just looks like, that. I fucking had it, I want to go home, and I want to watch the finals of American Idol, 
and <laughs> this, which is even worse. But yeah, no, I, I saw I, I saw it on the news. I don't remember what channel I was watching. But. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. I, that guy is awesome. I just wanted to point out how awesome that guy was. I didn't really have anything else to add with, with for that story. <laughs> uh, that, that guy just fucking rules. I would have done the same thing, actually. Not to think about it. Uh, there's, there's a lot of people I'd like to throw over a fucking bridge, though. Oh, well, That's I just... mean, if if there was no repercussions, I'd be there all day just throwing people over the bridge. <laughs> just tossing them over the bridge. This week alone, yeah. I got, like, seven people to add, but, you know. That's just, that's just the way this week's going. I haven't heard of any uh, crazy hot tub parties, Brian. What's going on? You uh, the, last, the last hot tub party I had, I told you about last time when I started telling that girl all that bullshit. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I haven't had anybody over since, surprisingly. Uh, Very surprisingly, because... Uh, oh, that's... Oh, you're the one who played, like, the relationship therapist thing, or...? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the advice giver. <laughs> yeah, Bryce the negotiator. Whenever he drinks. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I, I just uh, got home. I went. I went out for Chinese, and I had a scorpion bowl, and uh, that's where we started the night. That night, and uh, this little Chinese bartender, Timmy, he's so fucking funny. He's like, "Oh, who are those girls?" And I said, "Yeah, I don't think they're talking to me anymore." And he goes, "What? What happened?" <laughs> I said, "Well, you know, I got a little out of line later that night, and I, I go because." We kept trying to. This guy, if I show up to this place with girls, he spikes their drink. He comes over and he sings, he dances. And <laughs> That's totally, awesome. He, I need a bartender like, like that. He's like, he's just, just the coolest fucking guy. Yeah, that's the like, best so, bartender ever. So he comes over that night and he's you know pouring, refilling our drinks, and he's singing and he's dancing. And he's posing for pictures with the girls, and so he's like, "What happened?" And we were trying to get him to come out. I was like, "Timmy, you come over tonight. Come in the hot tub. You know, come on over." You know, everything, you know, no, no, I'm not coming. So he, he's asking me about the night. And I was like, you didn't come. You got to come over and keep me in check. You know, I got out of line. I started telling these girls they were stupid and all that stuff. And he, so he, he's so funny. He's like, they're not coming tonight. I'm like, no, I'm just here <laughs> eating. I'm not going anywhere. And he breaks out his cell phone. He's like, look, remember these pictures you took of me? And it's, it's him and the girls, you know, total, just total, like, you know, crazy, man. He's like, call them up. Tell them to come down. What were their names again? She was sitting here, and she was sitting there. What were their names? I was like, oh, Timmy, you got to calm down here. Mm-hmm. See what happens, man? We uh, we live in different states now, and we don't have each other to keep each other in check. And just <laughs> yeah. Bad shit just happens. Yeah, yeah. Brian and I used to just neutralize each other, uh, usually. Shit, the bad shit would split down the middle between us, and now it's like, all me or all you. Right, exactly, exactly. Where you you're not here where are you at now? You're not in well, not New York, obviously. No, no, Bry's in Connecticut. Yeah, it's no good. Uh other than uh the Valentine's Day Massacre, which is episode three. Uh we go over that in explicit detail. Um what, Oh no. yeah, I, by the way, I keep forgetting to tell you I uh I can't find the one fifty one pictures. Like I don't remember what they were. I have them. If you don't have them, I'll, I'll scan them. You told them. me you didn't have them. You told me you had them on your computer. and Yeah, I yeah. I can't remember what they were. I, I found some, but I don't think they're from 151 now. I have them. I'll I'll scan them. I'll put them up on the forums. Um, Surprised you guys remembered you had pictures from 151 No, now. we didn't remember. We woke up the next day, and there was, like, a roll of pictures. 
Uh, that was back in the old days when we would take pictures without a digital camera, so we wouldn't know what we took pictures of. Exactly. First picture, uh, I got the album right over here. First picture is of the bottle of 151. The very next picture is Bry holding a baseball bat. It, it it went that quickly out of hand. <laughs> that was a fun night. It was a very fun night. Um, it was just very very out of hand. And uh, I think I think Dude, you know how, if we were in college now, I, you know, I just and we missed everything by like four years. Did we? If we were, if we were in college now, man, I don't know if we'd get away with half the shit now. Well, we wouldn't be able to get away with half that shit, but, I mean... We missed out on, like, sluts and sexting yeah. and all that stuff. We'd be, pulling, we'd be pulling a lot of ass now. If we were yeah, yeah. If you're talking about, like, a, a sexual point of view, yeah, we missed out big time. If you're talking about not going to jail point of view... <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, Post 9-11, yeah, we couldn't do any of the yeah, shit. Yeah, we, we were there just in time. Uh, so, I don't know. Although I, I do I do kind of get a little jealous when I hear about all these sexting stories. And I was like, <laughs> nothing like that ever happened in my high school, ever. Well, first of all, nobody had a cell phone. Nobody. There wasn't even Zach Morris headphones at that, uh, cell phones at that there's, point. There's a woman. Uh, I, I forget. Shit. I don't remember where it was. I read it on the internet. A woman got arrested. A 30-year-old chick got arrested for sleeping with couple of like 15 year olds because wow. they were going after her daughter and she was trying to protect her daughter from them like keep the guys away so she just banged them best like, defense ever like where was that fucking milf a, yeah, uh, yeah exactly a plus defense let um, mommy <laughs> take care of it for you she, yeah, de- like, she deserves <laughs> one of those slow claps yeah don't don't fuck my daughter fuck me instead uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But okay. these stupid fucking kids, somebody tells somebody and somebody tells somebody else, and that shit starts happening, you just shut the fuck up, and it goes on forever. <laughs> exactly. These kids just don't get it. Like, that, that kid who fucked that hot teacher, you just do that, and then you keep that to yourself. That's a story you tell your grandkids. You like keep masturbating. That Remember when you were 13 and you didn't tell anybody you masturbated? It's the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> masturbates. No, I don't masturbate. Yeah, you do. Now shut the fuck up and just bang the teacher. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit does not happen for another five years. You keep that to yourself and you keep it going because it's a good thing. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And, uh, you know, you don't want to ruin it. Not only are you getting laid at 15, you're probably getting an A in that class. So, I mean... Yeah. And, and, if, the, and if the teacher's like 40, she has learned some tricks. She's going to be yeah. a hell of a lot better <laughs> than the 17-year-olds who don't know shit that, you're, that you have a potential of getting. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm 30 and I go after 40-year-old women. If I was fucking 15 and 40-year-olds came after me, I probably would have... <laughs> I would have died. Exactly. <laughs> they know shit. They, they've learned <laughs> a little tricks that... Uh, the youngins don't know, and uh, it's, you know, hmm. <laughs> I don't want to get myself in trouble, but. Uh, <laughs> Say it. No, I will not. One of the, like, ten years from now, my girlfriend's actually going to listen to all these episodes. And, uh, yeah, it'll probably be after you're dead, so I wouldn't worry. Yeah, I'll probably be dead, like, three years from now, so. A lot of, ever since I turned 30, man. Just nothing but health problems. 
Not, oh, yeah? Not, yeah, not the funnest thing in the world. I think I'm all... I got a... I have sleep apnea, so now I got a sleep mask. So now I look really hot sleeping with a, a mask and a hose on my face. It's oh, fucking hot. Uh, well, yeah, I don't feel so bad now that I have to wear a night guard so I don't grind my teeth. <laughs> we're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, baby. Let me just uh, put on this tube on my face. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I probably have that. Instead, I take Lexapro so I can't get an erection. That's also fun. I, I did that with Paxil. Wow. It was like, uh, it wasn't that I couldn't. It was like, you know, I didn't want to. It's up and then it's down and hey, we're up yeah. again and oh, no, we're down again and yep. it's like you had to get that perfect storm of uh, you know horn, pretty much. You guys are talking like you're fifty over here, man. We are pretty much. It's like I'm like a sixty year old, thirty year old. Yeah, we're we're thirty in age, but we're both like at least sixty. Yeah. Damn whippersnappers. Mm-hmm. Artie's a youngin, mm. man. We were talking before. He's he's uh, he's real fucking young. Twenty four, man. Fucking kids. Yeah, kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I was doing that at the bar earlier. I went to a bar after work with uh, with this guy from work, and he was talking about how when he was in second grade, he he met all these wrestlers because his dad had a backstage pass. And I'm thinking second grade. I'm like, oh, fucking awesome. Did you meet uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake? He's like, oh, that was way before my time. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like in the, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, dude. I was in like, what? Like fifth, sixth grade when Brutus the Barber was around. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was talking to somebody else. I was talking to somebody at a wrestling show. And he was like, he was like my age at the time. And it was only like, 1999-ish, and we met, there was a, one of the wrestlers was just, like, walking around, and it was uh, the Iron Sheik, and I was like, holy shit, the Iron Sheik is over there, would you get autographs? He's like, who, that fucking Indian guy? Oh, I heard the Iron Sheik's, like, crazy now. He's awesome, no, he was real, actually, I was only, like, in second grade, you didn't really talk to him, but the kid's like, who the hell's the Iron Sheik? I was like, really? Back in the like day, like... He, he was the champ that Hogan beat. <laughs> yeah, it, it was all about stereotypes back then. Oh, yeah. That's that's who won the war for me, man. It wasn't the uh, wasn't the Americans who won Desert Storm. It was Hulk Hogan who beat Iron Sheik. Exactly. Yeah, the Iron Sheik. You had Nikolai Volkov, who was the Russian guy. You yeah. had uh, Junkyard Dog, which was the homeless black guy. You had uh, the British Bulldogs, which were the... Uh, they didn't have messed up teeth, but they were British. They were <laughs> Demolition. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was... Everyone was, like, just uber-stereotype person. It was awesome. I love the Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers. Uh, who was the guy with the 2 by 4 Axel Jim Duggan. Yeah, yeah. Still wrestling. Really? Yeah. They use him as, like, you know... Uh, the old timers against the new guy kind of thing. Huh. I can't believe he's still around. Ric Flair still wrestling. That's I watched wrestling on I watched wrestling on Monday because I wanted to see him make fun of the NBA. Yeah, they had that big thing where they uh, they rented out the stadium before the Nuggets because the Nuggets thought no way in hell they were making it to uh, the the conference finals. It was pretty funny actually. They had this guy that 
I don't know if anybody saw it. They had this guy that came out who looked like the Nuggets owner, and he was talking yeah. about it. No, they I didn't see that. Push. Nuggets and everything. And then at the side of the stage, they had a, like a fake Jack Nicholson and a guy that looked like David Stern and a guy that looked like, I guess, the Lakers owner. So then Vince came out, and he started saying all this shit, and then he beat him up and everything. It was pretty funny. That's cool. I mean, you can I'll, say what you want I'll about wrestling, that. but you put out a pretty funny show. If you ever, like, just watch just for oh, comic yeah. oh, yeah. it's just hilarious. Have you guys I still, been watching, I still watch it. Have you guys been watching the NBA playoffs? <laughs> nah. Uh, I, I tune in every now and then, and I, I would actually, I'm glad you brought this up, because I'd like to make uh, a, a major comment about oh. the NBA playoffs, if I could. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can we wait until the Cavaliers win a series, which they won't, until we start saying that that shot he made was the greatest shot in, in the NBA and Craig Elo is off the hook now? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can say that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I, I woke up the next morning and I went to ESPN.com and it was like, Craig Elo, you're off the hook. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, oh, LeBron James made a three-pointer. Okay, that's great. They're down three to fucking one. Yeah, and they won yesterday. I mean, it, of course they won yesterday. This is my gripe. the The refing is unbelievable. Uh, shit that happened ten years ago just does not happen today. Everything is a foul. Half the shit is a flagrant or a technical foul, and it just turns the game into. Uh, all right, a couple games ago, there was eighty-two free throws. Is that fun to watch? Does anybody want to watch 82 fucking free throws in one game? Nope. It, it just ruins the entire game. It's uh, I've been the biggest NBA fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm on the verge of quitting watching the playoffs because it's, the way it's refed is just completely ridiculous. You, you can't go near a guy without a foul called. If you foul him hard, which is supposed to be a playoff foul, uh, everything is uh, either a technical or a flagrant. And they made up this rule where if you get s- uh, seven flagrants, you get suspended. All it does is suspend the, the players who go later in the playoff rounds because, yeah, you know, obviously if you go later in the playoffs, you're going to get more chances for a technical or a flagrant. You know, even if you're not doing it much, say you do it once every three games, you make it to the conference finals, you're already are at the, you know, almost at the limit. It, it's just... I don't know. I don't want to get too much into sports because I know people don't listen to the show for sports. But uh, well, here's here's what I'll say about all these people saying that LeBron James is like, you know better than Jordan and all that stuff. Here here here's what I'll say about that. Okay. Okay. If Michael Jordan was twenty, what year did he win his first title? How old was he? Anybody off the top of their head? No. Eighty nine for North Carolina was it? No no no. We're talking about NBA. It was uh, ninety two. Maybe twenty eight, twenty six, twenty seven. No, it was he was it was ninety one was his first one. Yeah, he was like uh, twenty seven, maybe he was. Yeah, he was a little. He was older than you would think. Yeah, he was like twenty seven. Well, uh, let's say twenty seven. Yeah, for the if, if Michael Jordan was twenty seven and playing in the NBA now, would he be dominating the NBA? Yes. Yes. If LeBron James was playing in nineteen eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, would he be dominating the NBA? No. I I think he would, would be because. Because the NBA was better back then. There were better players, better teams, better defense. Also different rules. You were allowed to hand check back then. Now, if you put hands on players, you get a foul call, 
Whereas, if he played, if he played in in that era, he'd be at best Dominique Wilkins. Yeah, exactly. Jordan got punched in the face every time he went up for a layup. Jordan it, would be it, Jordan it, now. No, Jordan no, 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 no. No, Jordan. His best two seasons, he would average like forty points a game because you were allowed to like grab and touch uh, people driving back then. Now you're not allowed to touch shit. So. Uh, if he was, uh, if he was, if Jordan was around now, he'd, he'd probably score five to ten more points a game. Uh, LeBron actually would score less because all he does now is put his head down and dribble as fast as he can into traffic and hope that a foul gets called. Which, since he's LeBron, gets called ninety percent of the time. It's just not fun to watch. Well, that's all the NBA is. It's it's like I mean, I'm a okay. I, I'm not a. I, I wouldn't. I don't know how to classify myself. I don't watch basketball. I'm not a fan of NBA, but I follow sports enough to know what's going on. Okay, you, you know, know the top four teams in the playoffs. I right mean, now? I, I know enough about the teams and sort of like you know. Do you know the top four teams in the playoffs right now? Yeah, it was. Yes, yeah, the Lakers, Celtics. I uh, no, it was the Lakers, the Cavs, the Celtics, and. Denver, I think, right? No, Just you're wrong. I don't even know the four myself, man. Even... Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about the four that are left or the yeah. top four? Yeah, the four. That oh no. Are left. Oh yeah, no. The top four that are left, I know. Yeah, it's Orlando, Cleveland, and Denver, and the Lakers. I don't even the top four seeds. But I mean, I know enough about basketball that I know sort of, you know, just casually paying attention to what's going on. But if I knew nothing about basketball, I mean, you know, I I would think that the only two. See, the problem with the NBA is, like, all they do is market the be- LeBron, Kobe, you know. Yeah, no, it's true. All these stupid people, they're stupid nicknames, but there's good players on all these other teams that nobody talks about. Yeah, they they want a LeBron-Kobe final yeah. so bad that, mean, that the referee players, reflects that. Yeah, but, I mean, there's good players on other teams, like guys like Nene and guys like Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo and, is Almost as good as Kobe and LeBron. But these guys don't. I mean, even like go back to like Carlos Boozer is a really good player, and, and um, uh, Elton Brand. I think he was still. I don't know if he was hurt. I know he was hurt during the year. I don't know if he played. In, he in played in the playoffs. playoffs. He he wasn't as good as he. He's a really good player. I mean, you get these teams that have really good players, but nobody talks about them because they talk about Kobe, LeBron, and Dwayne and Dwayne Wade. And who gives a shit about Dwayne Wade? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the ex- Dwayne Wade is like fucking Isaiah Thomas. The guy won one title because he had Shaq. I mean, ask Kobe how he's done since Shaq's left. Well, he also he al- won because Donahue was uh, refing one of the games. I also have this theory. Let's that I let's can't- be honest. Uh, Dallas, if Donahue wasn't refing, Donahue wasn't you know wasn't refing. Um, Dallas gets uh, three or four more calls and they win the series. Well, that's true too. But I mean, I, I also have the theory that. The Lakers, the the Kobe Shaq Lakers. If Portland hits two baskets, I, I don't think the Kobe Shaq Lakers ever win a title. I, I think that Portland team with Pippen, Pippen, if they made two baskets, because they didn't make a basket for twelve minutes. If they made two baskets, they win that game. And that was the first year with, with Phil Jackson with the Lakers. And Kobe and Shaq hated each other, and they hated Phil Jackson. 
And that title validated all that, so they had to listen to him. If they lose that game, they hate each other, they don't get along, they don't win another title. I firmly believe that. I can't prove that, but I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that refing has actually been a problem for uh, a, a while now. Uh, I believe the first year without Jordan, the um, the Bulls should have won, but they gave the call, the final call to the Knicks. I believe uh, Portland should have beaten the Lakers that, that one time you just said. Um, uh, it just goes on and on and it's it's just unbelievable. It's the only sport I could think of where the refing is such a big problem that it's affecting championships from year to year. You know what else? It, it, sorry to, I'm almost done wrapping up my sports rant, but you know what? Else? It's really starting to piss me off in sports. It, it's um, it happens mostly in basketball. It's starting to happen more in football. You don't really hear about it in baseball and hockey. Nobody cares about, although it does happen in hockey a little bit. But this notion that, like, because you're a good player, you have this sort of, like, God-given right that you're supposed to be on a good team. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, it's really pro- relevant in the NBA. Like, I have it, like every year, like Jason Kidd started, like, oh, I'm tired of losing, and Jermaine O'Neal did that bullshit. And you get all these players that are like, you know, I'm so fucking but I don't want to be in a losing team rebuilding. Trade me to the Lakers. Trade me to the city. You know, Stephen Marbury did that shit. It's this whole bullshit of like, oh, I deserve to win a title because I'm a good player. How about if you're a good fucking player, you fucking play and win more games with your team instead right. of just you know, piggybacking on. And there, it happens more in football now. Like everybody's joining the Patriots because they want to win a title. And oh, no. no. And thankfully, they haven't won a title in a few years. But like. It's just this notion that, like, well, I'm a good player and I paid my dues, so I should, you know, be able to. No, fuck you. You're a good player. Take over your fucking team and get to the playoffs and win a title. Yeah, exactly. Like, turn that team into something you want to be on another team with, right? Like, like you know, everybody hates Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson's one of my favorite players because that guy will do anything it takes to win. And he's never been. I mean, he got to the, t- to the finals and they had no chance against the Lakers. But he's never really, you know, been like, oh, I need to go to a contender because I need to win. If that guy was, like, four inches taller, he, he'd be just as good as Michael Jordan. Yeah. I, I also don't get how baseball somehow gets a pass for everyone cheating. Like A-Rod, right? Because A-Rod was tested for steroids and he's still playing for the Yankees. Yeah, like, he's just like, yeah, you know, I took steroids for, like, ten years. Uh, I'm not I'm right now at this second – which is probably a lie also, but everyone just gives them a pass for like, oh, you cheated for 10 years? Okay, that's, you know, that's cool. The, the Yankees are paying someone, man. They're not going to give them a $300 million contract and let them just be sidelined and not do anything. But everyone gets a pass. Yeah, unless you're not playing baseball anymore. You're the one in court. The, the players right now get a pass, though. How is that legit? <laughs> no idea. I guess saying sorry is good enough. Yeah, I didn't do it. I did it back when I was in high school. Like, sure. That's what A-Rod said, right? Did he say he was doing steroids in high school? Or something? No, he he said he never did, but people who knew him said he actually did. I don't know. All sports players are overpaid, so. Uh, Yeah, that's that's pretty true. No, when he was talking about... Brown song before, 
was like sports players that deserve to be on a good team, or like they think they deserve to be on a good team. Um, if you guys were like familiar with football players, like the one person that came to my mind was uh, Chad Johnson on the Bengals. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm a Bengals fan. You can have him. You can have him. <laughs> but no, but right, like every year he's like complaining about something. He's like, oh, you know, Carson Palmer is a piece of shit. And, Surprise! Patriots have a sign, like you said. Yeah, I guy had like one good season. That was when he wasn't a bitch. When he wasn't he, I'm a bank. You can have you can have him for for nothing. I, I don't <laughs> know. I liked it last year when he he bitched about getting a trade and they didn't trade him. They said, "Fuck you! You're gonna play." But now it's just like you know what? You're not even that good anymore. Just you know, just fucking go away. Yeah, that's why TJ left, man. Yeah. See, TJ is a TJ. It's Alvin Harper. That's all he is. He Seattle will find out the hard way that he's. Seattle has like nine wide receivers now. I'm gonna change the subject. Um, all right, from sports. Yeah, yeah. Talk about something I don't know about because I'm gonna go piss right now. All right. Uh, how about in Saudi Arabia? They just, right. they just rule that it's okay to uh, slap your wife if they spend too much. Okay, so let's just go back and say, <laughs> you just said that they're allowed to slap the shit out of their wife yep. if they spend too much money. Right. If okay. <laughs> the, the, the quote from the guy is, if he gives his wife $320 and she spends 240 to to buy the uh, that black hood that covers themselves from uh, from other men, and the husband slaps her on the face. She deserves that. So if she only spends eighty uh, percent uh, of what she was given, she deserves to get slapped in the face. What the fuck is her deal in that country? Like, why do they hate the women so much over there? It's, like just- it's so weird because they're like, you have to wear this because I can't control myself. And like, <laughs> and like the women get punished because the men are just fucking animals. It, it just really doesn't make sense. They just they just find reasons to hit them. Like, yo, if you spend too much money, I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah, yeah, they're exactly. Just- <laughs> if you don't they're- spend enough money, I'm going to punch you in the face. Right. Basically, you're going to get punched in the face a lot. So, uh... If you drink more water out of this cup than I need you to, I'm right. gonna punch you in the face. Right. I'm gonna uh, think of a random number in my head in uh, milliliters, <laughs> and if you're off by that number when you drink water in milliliters, I'm gonna clock you in the fucking nose. <laughs> these these fucking people. It's it's just unbelievable. Every, every fucking week, it's a story with these guys. It just uh, doesn't make sense to me. Who's that? The the Saudi Arabians like just find reasons to like hit their wives. <laughs> they they they're allowed to punch their wives in the nose if they spend. Hey, it's more your wife. Th- what do you need a reason for? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm old school. <laughs> well, right. uh, <laughs> what happened? I'm over. sorry. I'm like laughing. No, no. I mean, it's just. It's just I don't know. That's it's wrong, but there's there's some cases where I, I'm not gonna lie. Like 
if you're over here, this is some time you just want to slap a bitch in the face. But, you know, that's a law. You can't do that. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to once in a while, but... You gotta go to Saudi Arabia now. Yeah, apparently. I mean, hey, baby, let's go on vacation. I'm not mad about what you just did. I just <laughs> want to take you on vacation, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just put this hood on for me, will you? Yeah. Cover your face. <laughs> punch, punch, punch. Hey, it's legal over here. Sucks for you. Oh, the guys are standing around laughing. Like, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, take turns. <laughs> Go back to the States. How'd you get bruises on your face? <laughs> Don't want to know. Did you bet the lady whose uh, dog ate $400? No. Wow. She took Why the dog- did she cut it open? Well, she took the dog out for a walk and it shit uh, parts of $300 bills and five twenty dollars bills. Wait, she, wait, it broke up the money in its stomach? Yeah, yeah. The article actually says she washed them with a garden hose and hopes to find enough pieces to exchange them for cash. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, that you is- know what? I lost $400. I'm done. You know what? I'm an idiot, and I put money where it shouldn't be. As if money isn't dirty enough, man. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's actually pretty funny. I've actually... My dog, the one that, you know, constantly barks, the one you want to kill. Um, I actually, I think she ate a $100 bill at mine once. And I was, I was like, kind of anxious to, like, give her, uh, what's that, milk and magnesia stuff? But it says specifically, you know, don't, you don't give it to a dog. This is not made for dogs. Right. I put a little bit in her food. <laughs> but she didn't shit anything out. She didn't shit out a $100 bill. Right, and right. Like still to this day, I have not found a hundred dollar bill. Like she likes to hide shit. She likes to hide it like under like couches and stuff. So one day I'm just gonna tear the fucking house apart. Yeah. Or she, maybe she just stores it in her colon. I don't know. But either way, I don't think it was a good idea to give my dog milk and magnesia. Probably not. Four hundred dollars. Would you let that go? Like would you just say, "Are right, you ate four hundred dollars?" No, but I also wouldn't leave $400 within biting range of a dog. True. True. What is the biting range of a dog? Like three feet? Like yeah, but it's... <laughs> outside of a wallet? That's why you get debit cards. I mean, all you have to do is like put it in your wallet or put it in a drawer or put it more than two feet high. Like it's really – not hard to get a dog to not eat four hundred dollars. So she must have just like left the leg on the floor. Yeah, exactly. She like put peanut butter. She smeared the four hundred dollars with peanut butter and left it on the floor. Like dripped like red meat blood all over. It. Like here. Exactly. I don't get how else you lose four hundred dollars. Like right now, I have like forty dollars on me. A dog would not eat it because it's in my wallet, in a fucking pocket, in a pair of pants. <laughs> It's not that hard to not have money eaten by an animal. Would you now if if she didn't go to you know pick that up? If you were just like strolling on by and you saw like a hundred dollar bill and dog shit, would you just like pick it up and take it, or would you just leave it there? Leave it there. Hundred dollars. I don't know. If I saw potentially you know useful hundred dollar bill laying in dog shit. I. I'd risk the diseases. Is know? this fresh dog shit or old dog shit? 
There's only one way to find out. You gotta see if it's warm. Because there's very, there's a very different answer. Like a old dog shit would just roll right the fuck off, and you got a hundred dollar bill, and then you go right to the fucking bank, and they don't know any better. I want a hundred singles. Warm dog shit. That that that's gonna stick and slime around. Probably both. I would probably take it. Old dog shit, a hundred percent. Hell, fucking yeah. Old, yeah, old because the shit dries up and it'll ah. fall right off. It doesn't smell That's anymore. True. It falls right off. You're getting that hundred dollar bill. Nobody knows any better. Just for breezing, I guess. You know, nobody will know. Old dog shit doesn't smell. It's 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 crunchy. It doesn't stick. It doesn't smell. Nobody knows. It's just there. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's just there. Kind of like tofu. Exactly. It's just, it's pointless and it shouldn't be on this planet. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I could do it. Even if it's odorless and nothing. Yeah, no, to I'd it. have $100. You wouldn't. That's the end. That's the end of that caper. Oh, that's a caper? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, if, if it's 90% buried and you don't know exactly what it is. Romania eyes legalizing consensual incest. Okay, so Saudi Arabia isn't so bad anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, if both uh, parties want it, you know. I don't, care. I, don't any, cool. I don't have any hot relatives, so I don't care about any of that. I don't either, but... Um, I don't know if they both want it, and they both want a retarded freak baby. Jay, you going for the record for the longest show? Mm, we still got a little while to go. Oh. Yeah. You still have some Captain Morgan there? I think we got about 16 minutes to go for the longest show. Hmm. Wait a second. So, wait, what, what country is this again? I keep thinking Saudi Arabia. Romania. Romania, where are they? Yeah, place. So there's a bunch of people who have Down syndrome there. That's good. Yeah, I don't see the problem. Then they're going to have an army of Down syndrome people and they're going to team up with us in the war. Wow, or maybe going to be a country full of retards. I don't know. If you want to fuck your cousin and she wants to fuck you, I don't, you know. Unless, they, unless they're like, they're everyone's pro-choice, then I guess. Well, I mean, I don't think it's right. But, like, I, at the same time, I don't see why I should be the one to say it's not right. Well, as long as you're not into that kind of stuff, I mean... I'm not into it, and I don't think it's right. I just don't see why I have the right to say it's not right. As what kind well. of... Like, how has anybody talked about, in, like, the fucking government in Romania? Like, what do they do over there? Just, like, well... What do you guys feel about incesticide or whatever? Incest, incesticide. Sorry, I'm thinking Nirvana albums. I'm talking out of my ass. How's everyone? You know, Never mind. <laughs> uh, either way, it's gross. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I got a Mac and I don't know how to delete bookmarks, so now I just have this story for the rest of my life. I thought Macs were supposed to be like. You can't delete bookmarks? You could. I just don't know how to. 
I'm sure there's a very easy way, and I'm sure it's about one button to figure out. <laughs> I just cannot do it. The button with an X. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. The one last thing I wanted to bring up. They have snuggy pub crawls. Um, I understand that it's a, sh- a stupid, shitty thing to do. Uh, you know, like Snuggies are like a ridiculous thing to own and it's stupid to uh, buy one. The fact that you are having ironic Snuggie pub crawls is actually making the person who developed this stupid thing rich. So I, I know you're trying to be funny and ironic, but you're actually making the person who developed something stupid and shitty a multimillionaire. So... um you should probably stop it. Alright, so I have a question. What the fuck is a Snuggie? It's kind of a... It's like... It's supposed to be a blanket with arms. So you can just like... Lounge. And uh... I, that's it. Lounge. Oh, so it's pointless. Pretty much. It's kind of like a sweater... I guess, but it goes down to your to your ankles. Uh, it looks it's a really blanket st- with sleeves. It's a blanket with sleeves. Yes. So I I really like. Do people really have that big of a problem having a blanket over them and like change? Like their big thing is like you could change the channel, hold the remote with, while you're wearing this because it has sleeves. Did people really have that big of a problem changing the channel with the TV while they're wearing a fucking blanket? I don't know about you. I I was I was pretty okay. I'm just trying to think like this. Like I'm trying to picture it. This kind of reminds me of something like a priest would wear. Uh yeah, yeah. yeah it kind of looked like that. It or like a robe without like the front part of it. Um, Either way, it just seems like it doesn't. At least, I don't know. It just snuggy. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. No. It was. It's awful. It's all. It's. Pretty damn awful. Is this is this like a popular thing, like Uggs, or is it just like coming out? Oh yeah, no. There, there's like millions of people who have these things. It's not as annoying as Uggs, though. Right. Oh no, I'll fuck fuck Uggs. If I could shoot the person who created Uggs, I probably wouldn't do that because I'd go to jail. But then I'd bring it to Saudi Arabia and hope it was a woman. Yeah. <clears throat> no, Snuggies. I mean, just take your arm off, fucking. I don't know. It sounds like another point in thing in America that people are going to take out of. Yeah. Just start buying them. Like those snip. Oh my god, there's these slippers. These everyone had these like three dollars slippers. They're like black and they were like they're like, they all different color and they were see through. Like everyone was wearing them at one time, and it was like throughout school and people were tripping over each other because I was tripping them. And it was the stupidest shit in the world. I hate fads. I'm sorry. By the way, do they make big sizes in Snuggies? Oh. OJ left again. Did he really? Yeah. I'm like, why is there dead end? Or people are probably <laughs> watching us like, oh, show left. You probably had to pee. The Captain Morgan makes you pee. Yeah, it does. 
Mexico. How long have we been on the podcast for? I've been home for like an hour and a half. And you called in right when you came home? I don't, yeah, I don't know how long you guys were going before me. But. Well, no, friggin' my computer cut out. And we're talking about this. He'll probably just edit this out. But, uh, it was, we were on for like maybe 45 minutes before he called me back. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I've been on the phone with Jay for one twelve ten, an hour and twelve minutes. So, and he's back. Silence. What was going no, on? No, we we're yeah, we we're talking about your adventure. We we're trying to think of what you were doing. I was being. Oh, I was right. Yeah, yes, I drank a lot of rum. <laughs> yes, double points. I br- I brought the uh, the rum bottle in here actually, so I haven't been going on rum runs. Rum runs. Rum runs. I had a rough week. I needed to drink a lot of rum. You probably get the runs from drinking too much rum, right? No. I just run to pee, but I don't I don't get the runs runs. I get okay, I'm gonna I get sick. Every time I drink rumple mints. Well rumple mints is not rum, dude. I know, but still I still get a stomach ache from it. I have rumple mints in my freezer. Uh I never do more than a shot of that at a time because I do rumple mints for breakfast, you pussies. Well, yeah, I drink half a bottle one night, just drink it straight out of the bottle because I was already drunk and just never want to do that again. Well, That's missing. fucked up my stomach bad. You're missing out. Best shot ever. Right, next time you guys go to a bar, I think it's called Liquid Crack. It's uh, Jägermeister, Goldschlager, and Rumblemans. I think it's liquid cocaine. Liquid cocaine? I've had that. It's, it's one of them. It's liquid some. It's rough. It's a rough it's drink. So Love it. It's so good. I get surfer on acid, which I think is um, Jägermeister and pineapple juice. I had one of those yesterday, I believe, at the bar. From what I remember. Something. I had a lot of shots. I drank way too much. Yeah, how much did you drink yesterday? $30 worth of liquor, but they didn't charge me for a lot. I I started off in the Irish car bomb. Then I had about seven blue moons. Then I went and had a. Someone just kept bringing me shots. Like I remember, I had I had a, the surfer thing you talked about. I had one of those. I had a liquid cocaine. Then I had um, two shots of Soco at lime, and then I went on to have like another six or seven beers, and a span of four hours. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a lot. Morning. That dude, I. <laughs> I don't know. I was fucked up. I was I was pretty much drunk at like seven this morning. Still, for being a big guy that I am, I was still drunk. I mean, granted, I haven't drank since uh, April thirtieth was the last time I had a beer before yesterday. So, felt good, felt yeah. accomplished. Celebrating after a great show. So, Kel Mitchell, good job. Yeah, you missed it, Brian. Already did a uh, comedy show with uh, about seven hundred people. Oh wow! How'd it go? It went good. It went really good, actually. But uh, I was fucking nervous. And it was to the point. It was actually because I was the second person to go on, and I didn't want to do that. Like I was like hoping they'd give me like a, the second slot after the first intermission. But no, I was like the second person to go on, and I was sitting backstage. And I was literally, like, shaking, like, my whole hand. I was thinking, I was like, well, I'm going to put a chair on stage. 
is I don't think I'm going to be able to stand through my whole six minutes because that's how, like, fucking scared I was. But as soon as you just hit the stage, as soon as you hear, like, all the people that you know and shit just, like, really loud, it was just my whole fear just went away. So that was cool. Did you go, Jay? No, I didn't. Uh, the, it was not accessible by public transportation. I don't have a car. Oh, I see. There's a, yeah. I don't even know. There's like a train station near my house. I don't even know what it is, though. There, I, I just found out like a month ago that there's two Penn stations. There's one in uh, Newark, I think. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep, there's one in Jersey and one in... Uh... One in New Jersey, one in Jersey, one in Manhattan. <laughs> one in New Jersey, one in New Jersey. One in Jersey, one in Jersey. Blah, 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 blah. On that note, I think we have to end the show. All right. Yep, I know. I'm sorry, folks. Wonk, wonk, wonk. It was a good show. It go on forever. Yeah, it was a decent show. Uh, the first of June, the voting gets reset on Podcast Alley. Yeah. So if everyone could vote, that would be fucking awesome. I see your pattern, Jay. Every time it's almost time to vote, you gotta go to Long Island and get some more Captain Morgan. Get your month's supply. You, you were on to me, man. I, I gotta, I gotta have my show juice. And, um, show juice. And, uh, you know, it works out alright. So, uh, Podcast Alley. Uh, you can either go to brinkasanityshow.com and then there's a little tab up top that says vote. Or you can go to Podcast Alley and type in Brink of Sanity, and the show comes up, and then you uh, hit vote. It really takes about a second. Uh, follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on MySpace, all that shit. Uh, the votes really, really, really do help a lot, actually, which Brian knows. We go from, like, one to, like, five downloads when you do that. Yep. And, uh, you can also download. You voted for the Giga in American Island. You lost. So yeah, there was millions of those. I mean, if we could get a hundred votes on Podcast Alley, forget it. It would it would help so much. It would, it would be just out of control. All that these people, voted, all these people voted for a rigged election, voting for that gay guy for American Island. When they lost. Okay. At least for your show. I know it, it's really. It takes a second. You put in your email address, uh, and then you get a confirmation email where you have to click a link. All you want is 100 votes in one month? If I got 100 votes in one month, that would be so fucking awesome. I would be in the top 10 on the planet out of, like, 60,000. Can you you sell how many votes you have, like, in a month? Yeah. Can you actually say, that is my foul. I'm going to get you 100 votes. If you give me a hundred votes, that would be so fucking awesome. If if I do, if I get a hundred votes, can I get a free T-shirt for like one of my friends? Yeah, absolutely. Don't um, deal. I start June first. The um, if we get a hundred votes and Artie has a big part in that, Artie gets a free T-shirt, and the person who puts in the um, if we get a hundred votes, I'll also pick another random. I don't want to say the hundredth because everyone will just wait for the hundredth. If we uh, we get 100 votes, I'll also pick uh, uh, two random people out of those 100 to get another free T-shirt. So I'll give away three T-shirts. There you I go. got this, Jay. I'm going to get you 120. But let's just keep it at 100 because 
You realize in this month we had 29. That's fine. Okay. I'm going to laugh at that 29. I want to get you 71 more. And that would be the fucking best. If I had 100, um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be in very good shape. The, um, the trick is to get them in the beginning of the month because I'm looking right. right now. It's, it's the second to last day of the month. Uh, 10th place as, uh, 199. But, um, in the beginning of the month, uh, 10th place has about 20. So if I get all my votes in the beginning of the month, I'm in the top 10. And every day you're in the top 10. It's just like, it helps so much. It really does. It's like Christmas every day. It really is. So that's the goal. Then we get that is my vow. The more listeners, the more people we get posting on the forums. And uh, Artie's actually uh, close to moving up a rank in the forums. Really? Yeah. When when Brian and I set up the forums, we made ranks uh, very quickly. You don't have to post very much to go up ranks in the forums. We had somebody skyrocket through the forums, and I she died. I don't know what happened to her. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, he talked about her last, last time. I forgot her name. She, yeah. He said she was like a big fan. Yeah, she went up like seven or eight ranks and then was just like... In never like a day and a half. Yeah, it was crazy. So much for I told her to like stop. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she went up uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, seven ranks. Not bad. She's second behind you, right? Or, yeah, yeah. It's not even close. Like third place is. It's only because you post every episode and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Third place is like Alex. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, vote on the first or the second. If you miss the first, you could still vote the second. Just vote as close to the first as you can on Podcast Alley. The vote links on BringAsanityShow dot com. Uh, it'll also be on Twitter and Facebook if you uh, join the Facebook group or you follow us on Twitter. Uh, Twitter's brink, uh, twitter.com slash brink of sanity, I believe. Yep. Yes, RD confirms that. Yes. Uh, you, can go, you can go on my Twitter. I don't update it, though, ever. Uh, and also, Artie has a Facebook group, which has a lot more members than my Facebook group, which is bullshit. Uh, Arthur Kelly I comedy. Just, people just people just accept it. Just so don't get bothered by me. That's all. No one's really a fan. Yeah, probably. Oh, I, I did sign autographs, so that's cool. That's yeah. pretty fucking cool. All right. Uh, you got anything else you want to add, Brian? Uh, no. I think that I think all my rants got out. All right. Uh, well, pop in. Thanks for uh, letting me pop in. Yeah, thanks for calling in, man. I, I wasn't expecting you for uh, another seven days, actually. Oh. Well, you, you made you made an every four episode rule uh, about two or three months ago. Oh yeah. And it, it's only been three episodes, so I wasn't expecting you until ne- next episode. I happened to see earlier that you said you were doing a show tonight, and I was when I was out, I was driving home, and I was like, oh. Check and see. Oh, I got a nice buzz going. We'll see if Jay is doing a show, and I could pop in and ruin it for him, and uh, <laughs> see what happens. Well, that's, that the, is, that's is, the benefit of uh, all three of us being home on a Friday night. It works out for everyone. Yeah, I guess if there's one good thing about three losers sitting home. <laughs> Damn well. Computer. What was that? 
So hopefully you liked um, sports and music and uh, bullshit. Whatever the fuck else we talked about. Yep. I, I think the more it goes, the slower we're talking. So we're going to just end the show right now. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another uh, random episode. Uh, I think Bry is probably going to stick to his uh, four-episode thing. So uh, he'll be back in like three, three and a half weeks or so. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Probably won't be next week, but a couple of weeks I'll be back. You never know. It depends how much miserable shit happens to him. That's right. It's usually a lot. So. Yeah, the, I'm surprised this episode wasn't as much miserable shit as usual. Maybe that's why you've been... Yeah. Uh, I blocked it out, you know. And uh, we uh, will have more of our 20th guest host, which was Max. I I thought that went pretty well. And less of uh, the doc, who's uh, actually moving out of this apartment in two days. Oh, I was just going to ask you when that was happening. Two days, the doc is moving out. So he'll be back, but less often. But Max, who is the new doc who is moving in, will probably be on more often. So long, doc. I only live with doctors. Yeah, doc, man. Doc, leave me a prescription. I'll fill in what I need. Yeah, we're all going to leave our uh, menus of what we need. And you fill it or you're not on the show anymore, you fuck. That's right. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. Bring Sanity, uh, bring SanityShow.com. Thank you for listening. Bye. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.